You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. You are now listening to the Invest With Dow podcast with your host, Albert Benjamin Dow. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Invest With Dow podcast. I am your host, Albert Benjamin Dowell, the minority authority on investing. And as always, at the top of the show, I'd like to spread some love, positive vibes to everybody tuning in and checking out the Invest With Dow podcast and show, uh, showing love to the Invest With Dow brand. I appreciate you more than words could say, but since all I have is words at the moment, that's what i'll give you so thank you again uh for your support i definitely appreciate it with that being said we'll go ahead and plug where you guys can find me on social media of course i'm on instagram at invest with al is the handle on instagram again that's at invest with al uh, on instagram also the same handle on facebook at invest with al slightly different on twitter and snapchat that's at al the investor on twitter and snapchat again that is at al the investor on on twitter and snapchat you can also find the invest with al podcast on most of the major podcasting platforms that's stitcher radio soundcloud google play itunes and a host of others if you just go type in the invest with our podcast um yeah, type in the Invest With Our Podcast in the search bar of whatever platform you like to use. Uh, my icon will come up. You could just click on that and then go ahead and click that subscribe button for me. I would certainly appreciate that. Uh, you can also click the share button and forward the podcast to a friend, a loved one. That you think would find value in information. So I'd certainly appreciate it if you did that. If that person pops in your mind. Like oh cousin so and so. Or aunt this person. Or uncle or mom dad. Whoever it might be. Friend. Uh, you can send it over to them via text message. Uh, Snapchat. Uh, you can Snapchat it to them I guess. I don't know if you can Snapchat it to them. But I know you can text it to them. You can probably send it through uh, Messenger on Facebook. You could also send it through WhatsApp or whatever messaging platform. You could just copy the link and send it to them directly from any one of those podcasting services. So I appreciate that. Also, the Virtual Investment Center is a social media. Uh, uh, whoa. Got some bad driving going on. I'm hands-free, so let me stop real quick. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, I always do these in my car. I always let people know I do them hands-free. So I am focused on the road. <laughs> and that was why I was able to keep my eye on some suspect driving taking place in front of me. Because my eyes are on the road and I'm having a conversation with you guys who are not in the car with me. Uh, <laughs> but in any event, before the crazy driving took place in front of me, I was telling you guys about the Virtual Investment Center, which is a social media community of like-minded individuals like you, me, 
and everyone who listens to the Invest With Our podcast, uh, but who also just has a desire to want to learn more about investing, you can actually click the link in my Instagram bio, or you can go to my website, investwithout.com, click the tab that says uh, the Virtual Investment Center. There's an explainer video there, and it'll let you know more about it, but it's a great opportunity to connect with people, understand the things that impact business, the economy, investing, and ultimately your money, uh, because that's extremely important uh, if you're looking to try to build financial independence of any kind in any you know investment vehicle. So uh, make sure you guys check that out. Love to have you join. If you have any questions, make sure you hit me up. I'll be glad to address those. So with that said, uh, let's go ahead and get into this. So we we finally got some positive news in the market today. So this is gonna be a market update. I I think I'm gonna when I release this one, I think I'm gonna call this the three horsemen. So I'm typically it's four horsemen, but there's three pillars, three things that need to happen in my opinion, uh, for this market to have a sustainable rebound. But even in that, the economy is gonna slow down. And when it rebounds, ultimately, I just believe it's going to be an opportunity to sell. But here's the three, three, three things that have to happen. One of them appears to have happened. Uh, and the second one looks like it is happening. It hasn't happened yet, but it, looked like, it looks like it's happening. So the first one was, and I've talked about these before, uh, interest rates. So interest rates have steadily increased since the latter half of 2016. I mean, 2017. I think I'm saying that correct. And so, um, a lot of people in the investment community, primarily, you know, wells or, or really wealthy people who have a lot of influence and say in financial markets, are saying that the Federal Reserve has raised the interest rates too fast, and the, and that has hurt asset prices. Well, <laughs> the president who appointed the Fed chair. Uh, has just been attacking the guy uh, nonstop, but that's probably not really any news because who doesn't the president attack uh, verbally anyway? So anyway, he's been giving this guy the business, and so today, which is November the twenty eighth, the Fed chair, uh, I think his name is Jerome Powell, Powell, I think I'm saying that correct. Uh, he basically said interest rates are near neutral and so what that basically means is he's going to put the brake or the federal reserve is probably going to put the brake on raising interest rates that's good because now the the negative impact uh the interest rates have on business the economy as a whole uh, will subside uh, because now people can move forward in terms of their uh, financial projections when their businesses, small businesses, and publicly traded companies, with some understanding that the Federal Reserve uh, will probably pause raising interest rates, so that that provides some uh, stability. Markets like stability, and so we appear to have gotten that today. So that was a good one. Uh, or so that's one of the pillars. The second pillar is the u.s china trade war so obviously uh the president has been going back and forth with china uh which seems like this entire year of 2018 if you look at china stocks they've all been hit 
uh, any companies who have substantial amounts of uh, business that they do in China, they've been hit. And so that's been just all bad. Uh, so that's weighed on the uh, on the stock market and the economy as well with these tariffs. Well, apparently, uh, just based sources, sources are saying, <laughs> and I know y'all may be thinking, well, who does he know? Don't worry about who I know. They wouldn't be sources if I told you who who it was. So let's just go with that. Sources, <laughs> sources are saying uh, that. Uh, Trump could be striking a deal with China because he now realizes that there are some real chinks in the armor of this strong economy. Uh, as I said in my previous podcast, reports from leading economists and invest investment bankers across the U.S. are saying that the economy is going to slow down drastically next year and even more so in 2020. Uh, and I also predicted that he would probably keep this in his back pocket uh, because his approval rate, the president's approval rate, approval rating, in my opinion, uh, will always stay in the tank just because he's not a good person. But um, business doesn't care because it's about making money. And so he's he's made it conducive uh, by cutting corporate taxes for people to make money. Uh, however, these these terrorists are <laughs> are acting counter to the president's agenda for a robust business. Now, obviously, he's America first, which is cool. But we live in a you know we live in a worldwide economy. So for global, multinational, international businesses, these terrorists and the way he's going about it is just not good for business. Uh, in any event, if he can find common ground with china which again sources are saying uh that could very well happen i think it's a g20 which is some international conference uh a g20 summit or meeting here within the next few weeks and they're saying there's a possibility that the president could call a truce uh to the uh trade war which i don't see the president calling a truce to anything maybe there's an agreement uh, but unless, you know, he's just, uh, it's really going to hurt business, which it has. Uh, but, you know, he, he to get a double win, he, he'll try to work out a deal, right? But he, he he's not getting the short end of the stick, or at least he doesn't plan on. So we got that in the works. Again, it hasn't happened, but it appears to be happening according to sources. Okay, so then the third pillar is, wait for it, wait for it, I can't sing, okay, that was just a, a weird stall, I don't know, uh, so the, let me go, the first, again, we had interest rates, we had the trade war, and the third thing is the infrastructure bill, right, so, one of the things that the president talked about when he first got elected during the campaign trail was his infrastructure bill. He talked about it some last year. He's been talking about it a little bit more this year. Uh, now, the Democrats who have just won the House are for the infrastructure bill. Republicans are supposed to be. 
fiscal conservatives although the debt is still going up just kick that out there uh but in any event <laughs> so uh with the with the infrastructure bill uh it's like a one trillion dollar infrastructure bill uh, that happens obviously that's huge that's gonna vi- provide stability to uh, a lot of companies uh, boots on the ground your your blue collar American works for these companies uh, that provide infrastructure services road repairs you know statewide private company public companies these are considered your you know, lunch pill, hard-working, blue-collar Americans, just a good guy next door. And uh, if we get $1 trillion pumped into those men and women's uh, pocket, uh, then that's obviously a good thing for the economy, a good thing for those businesses, both publicly and privately, that operate in that sector. And so, hence, that would also add some more fuel to a stock market and economy rebound overall going into next year or at least stall the decline Um, so those are the three pillars interest rates the trade war and uh, the infrastructure bill now there's always going to be risk associated with any investment so even with those things happening in my view i think we do get a solid rebound personally for my investments that have gotten hit in this you know correction i'm probably going to as a matter of fact i know i am going to lessen my position in some of these companies even if that's at taking a little bit of a loss because i only think it's a rebound i don't really think over a period of two or three years it's going to be sustainable inevitably the economy has to slow down business will slow down these things will happen we've been on a 10-year run so people need to realize that most major players in the market are saying we're in the seventh inning of a nine inning game it's only two innings left it doesn't mean you can't do well after the ninth inning it just means that and i've said this uh uh to a friend of mine and we were just having a conversation essentially if you're a business the economy has been so robust lately that people are willing to take risk on average to not good products and people are making good money selling average not good stuff when things begin to slow down you're gonna have to have quality service and quality products so these people who are skating by and not really paying attention to quality and not really working to improve their products and services uh their bottom line is going to take a hit and it could be a possibility that some of them go under they could be both publicly and private privately traded companies uh because everybody's going to take somewhat of a hit just because the economy is slowing down but people are really going to stop shopping with you once they be like oh man that's just average you don't really stick out to them at this point so they don't have that type of money to move around so they're not going to shop with you uh, or at least those companies uh so <clears throat> all that being said uh that was another risk i want oh yeah 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 so with the with the with the interest rate thing it, you got to be careful with that uh 
So it, it's it's paused for a second. Now the moment the Federal Reserve feels like you know inflation is starting to rear its ugly head, they will immediately smash the gas of interest rates and start hiking them bad boys uh, to stave off inflation. That will obviously have a counterproductive uh, impact on the overall production of business but it will stabilize prices uh so things don't get so far out of hand where it's you know we're just like in hyperinflation right so um and then also trump is kind of behind the scenes being a puppet master so he's just been railing on the uh guy that he appointed and and trump is the type of guy that he'll fire you obviously you know by the apprentice he enjoys it it's it's kind of all a show to him uh and the economy is the the one thing that he has and that he i feel like he understands that people as much as they don't like him as bad as his approval ratings are they've made a lot of money with it and if he can continue to pad people's pockets regardless of repulsive ridiculous Divis- divisive statements that he may make ta- attacking private citizens government officials religious leaders you name it as long as he's putting money in people's pocket they're going to check their retirement they're going to check their bank accounts and they're going to go in there and they're going to vote for him and so he, he understands that and and that's why he's been railing on the, uh, the Federal Reserve uh, Chairman uh, because he's been hiking interest rates. And then he also understands he's a real estate guy. So uh, he borrows or his business or his former business. I, you can't make me believe he doesn't know what's going on in the business. But anyway, he understands uh, that interest rates neg- negatively impact the, his businesses. At some point, he will be a private citizen again. And he'll go right back into his businesses. And so, uh, <clears throat> yeah. And and so he understands his kids who are running his business, I'm sure are communicating him, which he would probably tell you that they're not, uh, about the state of the business. And so, uh, yeah, he understands what interest rates are doing uh, to the cost of money. And he borrows money. He borrows a lot of money. Uh, but in any event, yeah, he's been railing on, on the Fed chairman. Uh, about him hiking interest rates and how he doesn't like it so uh, be careful with that because if the guy goes renegade he might fire him that's not good if it is perceived that the president is manipulating uh, monetary policy then we got a real 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 big issue Uh, because the the government or the the executive branch of the government which is the president uh, in the White House uh, should not be interfering in that regard on just you know quarterly monthly interest rates and that type of thing now he could make a comment possibly uh but but he's not here he he, he he put the guy in there but he said he's and i guess he's entitled to say he's doing a lousy job but uh you know we had really low interest rates for a really long time and that's because we had to because the economy was you know on life support for years before we really got our feet back under us 
but in any event, uh, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how it all plays out. But remember those three pillars I just gave you guys. If we get those three things, we could get a sustainable market rebound. Meaning we could get at, we could get close to previous highs possibly or right at them. I'm not sure that we go much above what the previous highs were given that the economy is going to slow down anyway and so again these these pillars only prop up or stabilize it they don't necessarily uh re uh juvenate uh the rally that was taking place prior to the correction so uh keep those things in mind hope you guys had found value in the podcast please leave a comment if you have any questions or concerns uh, you can find me on any of my previous social pages that I just mentioned. Uh, make sure you guys hit me up there. Also, which I just said this at the uh, top of the podcast. Make sure on iTunes you go and uh, give me a positive review. And uh, I, I would certainly appreciate it if you did that. And that's it. That's it for this podcast, guys. So until the next time, uh, peace, love, and blessings. Y'all take care. I'm out. One.